Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, what do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my co-host, a fuckboy's worst nightmare. Damn straight. Shay Kilmer. <laughs> Hello, my romantics, erratics, and curious people. If you love the show like a skunk loves that stank, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. And you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others we'll mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find Believe in the Sex Playbook at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. So, you know, even us sex and dating experts like Shay and I, we even use dating apps. We do. It's true. So everyone out there in the dating world, you know it can get pretty frustrating trying to hit that first note. You know, that first communication online with someone that you're interested in. so awkward. Yeah, it is. (laughs) So how do you break the ice and stand out without looking stupid? For that, there's this new app out there called Charmed. It actually helps guys communicate better. Which you guys need, no offense. Yeah, we do. Charmed uses both your friends and professionals to give you advice tailored to your match. For example, the most common opening lines that guys use are, Hey! And you're beautiful. Yup. <laughs> Think about it. If you're the girl on the other end, do you really want to hear you're beautiful for like the thousandth time? Definitely not. Guys, you got to try this. You got to get on Charmed immediately. It'll make your dating life so much easier. Girls are looking for a reason to skip you. These guys are professionals who have come up with a way for you to be classy, unique, sophisticated, and interesting. And that's how you're going to get dates. So hurry up and visit www.charmed.app. That's A-P-P to get charmed. Trust me, your matches will thank you. So, Jay, have you ever been set up on a date before? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you say that enthusiastically. Uh-huh. Who set you? Who set it up? <laughs> My coworker and her husband. Your coworker set you up with her husband? No, her coworker and her <laughs> husband set me up. Oh, they listen to this. So, so it was a team effort. Oh my god, they're going. They know exactly who they are, and they know what I'm t- gonna say. And so they're probably like, "Oh no, oh no, don't say our name." <laughs> All right, and I mean, we don't have to get into the details of the date, but by your snickering and your your wincing and your tortured tone of your voice, was it not good? I mean, okay, the date itself was fine, <laughs> sort sort of. I'm trying to think what we even did. So, anyways, um, he, the person, though, turned out to be a fucking 
insane maniac per i i can't even i can't even guys an insane maniac like he oh my god and like oh i can't i can't guys (laughs) like trying to think of the crazy things that happened and what like oh my gosh oh he and he was a straight up liar i what gosh why would they set you up with someone like that they they knew him from like the gym, and um, they oh, they they've known him from the gym for a while, and they thought he was a normal human being. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's how most dating. And we all found out he was not. Oh, the worst part—he freaking kicked their dog. And like, when I found that out, I'm like, oh hell no, because if you guys don't know, I'm an animal lover, especially dogs. So if you touch a dog the wrong way, I will literally drop kick your ass. Yeah, but I'm surprised like, you didn't kick him back. Well, the thing is, I had left because he was being so drunkenly obnoxious. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then I left. And then I was going to give him another, another try, being like, oh, maybe he just had a hard day and he just drank too much. And then I found out he kicked their dog, which, like, this dog is, like, my child. I freaking love their dog. So when I found that out, I was like, oh, Hell no. <laughs> Not my baby girl. <laughs> well, your story there just kind of summarized every Ugh. setup date story God. that there is out there. No, and I'm sure there's some people out there who swear by setups, but I'm sure there's way more horror stories than <laughs> success stories. It's funny that you say that. I just think of like old ladies being like, oh, you must meet my grandson. Yeah, for sure. Oh, gosh. You know, setups they kind of used to be considered blind dates like before people you know texting pictures like crazy and stuff like that it's it's almost impossible to go on a blind date now but setups used to be where you didn't even know what the person looked like you were really putting trust in the people who set you up so setups are a little bit easier now than they maybe were 15 years ago because again once you get this person's number, you can text back and forth, text pictures of each other, and then it's not so much of a blind date anymore. Right. But they're still, you, you literally know nothing about them except from what the people who set you up kind of filled you in on. So that was your experience. I can't even give you a story of a setup because even though tons of people have tried to set me up, I've never done it and I never would. Yeah, now I just gave you even extra reasons why not to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't need your horror story, though, to scare me out of it. Is I, You know, I just have a meticulous, really odd selection process that I think anyone else who picks someone for me other than me is going to get it wrong. Yeah. You know, so I'm just not interested in your fat friend with the great personality. Ooh, that was... Ooh. Well, for... For people out there who've ever gone on a blind date or at least a setup date, you know, it's kind of like on Tinder or Facebook or something. If I see pics of women that is really just kind of a close up on their face, I immediately think that they're fat. So you can get set up. And like I said, if you text back and forth, it's not a blind date because they're sending you pics of them. But if they're sending me pics of just their face again, I automatically assume they're fat. So, so I'm sure that if we polled a thousand people and asked them about their setup or blind date story horror stories, I'd say that 950 out of a thousand will say that the person didn't look like what they thought they were going to, or they were mm-hmm. just fat. Oh boy, I did have um, one of my coworkers. She had 
her son texts her. Her son's about to go into the military, so he's leaving soon anyways. And he asked them if he could have a girl over. And the girl over was a Tinder girl, which he's he's 18. So, like, he didn't know any better that you're not supposed to have a girl, like, over to your house for your first date. Yeah. Well, unless it's one-on-one. A lot of Tinder dates happen that way. But, like, he had her meet him at the house. Oh. And they were just going to hang out downstairs. Yeah. And so... I guess he, she pulls up to the house and she like knocks on the door and he like sees her coming, like walking up the stairs to knock on the door. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he asks his dad to open the door and like, because he didn't want to because she w- did not look like the pictures because she like catfished him and like it was mainly like all angles and she was like a good 300 pounds. Or oh so. my God. And uh, so I guess... <laughs> He was like, Dad, you got to bail me out of this. You got to bail me out of this. And the dad's like, bro, you're on your own. Yeah. The dad didn't even want to answer the phone. Nope. Or and answer then, the door. Um, so I guess what happened is they went downstairs. They didn't even sit on the same couch or anything. But like. I th- he, Did like one end of the couch go up in the air? because? You're oh, so my big? God. You're so bad. Stop it. But like, I just like in my mind, A, I guess because I'm a girl, so I'm like stranger danger kind of stuff. Yeah, like my that's... safety, like I would never bring him to my house. Yeah. But then also, I don't know. Like I feel like I'm such like a creep when it yeah. comes to like, okay, if I'm actually going to put an effort to go out on a date and get ready, like I'm going to creep on your social yeah. profiles. And if you don't have one, I'm not going on the date. Sorry. Nope. Yeah. Because who doesn't have a social, I mean, who doesn't have social media? And if it says you just added it like five days before, I'm not going to trust that. Sorry, no date. So if you did go on their social media and all you saw was close-ups of his face and not many body pictures at all, wouldn't you be suspicious? See, this is the thing. I don't even swipe right if I don't have any, if it's literally just close-ups of your face. I don't even swipe right. See, so I'm not the only vain person out there. It's just the way it is. There's something suspect about people who won't show their body. Uh, well, and the thing is, there are some people that prefer curvier people. I'm not one yeah. of those pers- persons. Sure. Peoples. Pe- I think it's persons. I'm not one of those people <laughs> who... Um, I'm not one of those chicks. I'm not one of those girls who prefer... You don't You don't like being called chick? Curvier. No, I don't. I don't like you it. think it's derogatory? No, it's not that. It's just I don't like being called a chick. Okay. Like, All right. Anyway. Dixie chicks, I guess. <laughs> but like, no. Anyways. But like... I'm just not that person. So, like, if I feel like you're not showing me your face or your body, I just, nah, mm, no, don't trust it. Bye. Well, I am that person. I don't want to go out with fat people. I'm not fat, and I'm not attracted to fat people. You're being a little harsh right now. Let's get back on topic. So, okay, setting up right. with... But the fat, the fatness is part of the topic because that, I think, is the biggest risk of you getting set up is you're going to get set up with somebody who is unattractive or that you don't consider attractive or they could be fat. Because the person who's trying to set you up does not have your physical sexual interest in mind. Right? I don't They're know. My to best set you friend. Up with somebody that they think you're going to mesh with. My best friend would never do me dirty like that. So if you're getting set up with someone 
yeah. by someone that you're not like best friends with or something, or your best friend doesn't know your like interest, then you got to get a new best friend. But like, I'll trust my best friend to set me up with someone because she's not going to, she will set me up with someone who's like a good person, but also she's not going to set me up with like someone who's I'm not attracted to. You really? Know? So I guess that means that you have to really trust that the person who's setting you up knows what you're what you find physically attractive. And it's funny because she has never set me up with anyone. So that just shows you no yeah. one's good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> in her mind. Maybe she just thinks you're overly picky and that you're not going to like any of her choices. No. Because you don't like anybody. I Because you're true. cold. I, you have cold. an empty soul. I, I have no heart, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it got thrown out you're on accident. Soulless. Uh, I am a redhead now, so I am soulless. She did. She just she was blonde forever, and now she just dyed her hair red. It looks really good. Thank you, thank you. Come, come creep on me. I picked up a couple stories today, or not picked up. I made a couple stories. Mm. So, and she showed me a couple TikToks with her TikTok. The whoop transformation. Whoop. You can find me on TikTok. Same name, Truly Shay. T R U L W Y S H A W Y. So because people complain that it's so hard to meet people these days, you know, oh, I just can't meet anybody great, you know, you might sort of be intrigued when someone tells you, hey, I'm, I have someone for you, but don't take the bait, I'm telling you. Don't take the bait. Don't be so fast to rush into getting set up. Okay, when you choose to go out with someone your own way, you know, however you choose to meet people, you're using your judgment when right. you decide to go out with somebody. But when you let someone else set you up, you're kind of s- surrendering the selection process to their judgment. Yeah. I think I think it'd be fun. Like if I had a day where I'm like, all right, have like my friends in a line set me up on one date, like speed dating, but yeah. like for friends set up just so I can dedicate one day. I don't have to get dressed multiple times. And like I have a 30 minute increment <laughs> <laughs> and be, and see how like my friends would choose for me. Okay. Like I think that'd be hysterical and super fun, but obviously it's not going to ever happen because that'd be fucking weird. Yeah. Like think if you were on the other end, if you were the guy that you like one of my friends were setting up, you're like, okay, yeah. you have 30 minutes to impress her. You'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Go and go. I mean, I, I guess it's all about trust because you, you have to trust the selection skills. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just the person knowing what you're attracted to and what you're not attracted to. It's like I said, I have a very odd like vetting process, you know? So you really have to trust the vetting process of the person who set you up. Mm-hmm. I agree. You do have to trust them. Like, I probably won't go out again. I'm like scarred. Sorry, guys. I'm like scarred. I won't go out again with like someone that at least with someone who they don't know know very well. Like I'm not going to go out with someone if I don't know what they look like first and foremost. Just period blank. Yeah, that's all I kinds of a, fucked up. I, mean, I need a fucking picture at the least, guys. Yeah. With all the social media and stuff, if you're such good friends with this person, if they so-called don't have social media, you should have a picture of you with them on your social media somewhere, somehow, if they're such good friends with you. Secondly, I probably am not going to tr- trust my friends right now because I'm <laughs> scarred a little bit. But like, if my best friend was like, Babe, I found your future husband. He's He wants to go on a date with you. I already showed him your pictures. And, like, they show me a picture of him. And it's 
and I think he's attractive, then sure. Okay, fine. I'll go out on a date. But like, I'm so skeptical right now. <laughs> yeah, I think no matter who, not just because you had that bad experience, but I think, you know, if, if I asked you, Shay, Shay, give me a list right now of qualities you look for in a guy, you'll be able to riddle off like a, a bullet point list of things you look for in a guy. He has to be very patient. <laughs> I'm a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. She's a handful. You know, I'm exhausted sometimes just recording wow, with her. Wow, rude. So, but <laughs> the point is, is you would have a list of qualities you look for in a guy. If you went and asked the people who would set you up on these dates, like your friends, your family or whatever, their criteria list could be... Completely different. Yeah, it's like someone that they would single, go out with. Right. You're single. This guy I want to set you up as single. That's it. Their that's criteria. Their criteria could be: I have two single friends, and I don't want them to be single anymore. That is not a good not. list of qualities that to to assume that these two people are going to be a match. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's like endearing that you would care that much to be like, oh, this would be a good idea. But like, you have to know each person really well to be like, oh, I think they'd be a good match. Like, if just because they both play like Super Smash Bros doesn't <laughs> mean that they should get married, guys. Right. You could play remotely, right? And these days you could be <laughs> at your house, he could be at his house and you never have to meet. Right. And, you know, with matchmakers out there, you know, I, I question their motives to begin with. I think that matchmakers are, are really trying to set you up more for their benefit <laughs> than for like my benefit. Like they want to take credit for your relationship. Right. They want to be the ones that at your wedding and like the, you know, speeches are going on at the wedding reception. They want to be the, the one to give the speech of how they were the ones who set you up. Yeah. You know, right. they, they want that <laughs> success. I question their motives. I think it's dubious. I think it's for selfish reasons that they're trying to set you up. Probably. And another reason I hate setups is because, you know, I don't want any drama from the person if it doesn't work out, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Like if you're, imagine if that really went bad, that, that one guy you were talking about, I mean, kicking the dog and him getting all stupid drunk, that's a bad, but what if it got really bad? You know, you might turn around and go to your coworker and be like, hey, what the fuck did you set me up with? And that could cause drama with the person who set you up. Yeah, I mean... If he, so, I did kind of be like, you guys owe me a new boyfriend, just so you know, because that was rough. Were these the ones that tried to like ambush you into a threesome? No, different people. That was different. I know, great coworkers. Yeah, I gotta meet some of these people that you hang out with. <laughs> now, if freaky stuff happens in bed with somebody that they set you up with, do you really want them sharing that details with the people who set you up, especially if it's like a family member? Oh, awkward. Like, I remember a long time ago, and over a span of, like, 10 years, I hope my sister isn't listening to this, but Oop. over the span of, like, 10 years, my sister kept trying to, like, for 10 years, tried to get me to go out with this one female friend of hers, mm -hmm. and I was like, no, I don't want any part of that, because, like I said, I want nothing to do with that. But let's say I did go out with this girl, and it turned into just, like, a freaky sex thing, you know? Do I really even remotely want the chance of... The stuff that I did with her friend to leak out to my sister. I mean, how crazy. Oh, and, and, gross. Right. So think about that before you accept the offer of somebody out there setting you up. Yeah. Ew. Gross. I, not that I have siblings, really, but like I would never want to hear about sex life. Like 
some like one of my friends hooking up with them. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, thank you. Right. I mean, I don't think anybody that really knows me thinks that I'm a saint, <laughs> but you know, I don't think they know how deep it really goes. You know what I mean? Right. We all have some really freak in them and I don't want my friends or family to know any of those like intimate deep details of how deep the freakiness really goes. And the only way they will know that is if there was somehow a bridge between me and my sex life to them. That person that they set me up with is that bridge, Mm -hmm. you know? Like my sister, even though this is off the topic of setups, really, my sister used to hang out with some pretty hot chicks. And, you know, as we got older, there was sort of like maybe opportunity. Now my sister's going to, if she hears this, she's going to grill me on like, which friends are you talking about? There was opportunities where I could have maybe hooked up with some of my sister's friends. My sister was older, so these girls were always older than me when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. But then as you, you know, become adults, you're all kind of the same age. Right. And I could have hooked up with them. And the thing that stopped me was I don't want my sister to find out anything <laughs> about it. it. Like I got like paranoid about it and, and I didn't do it. So that's why I wouldn't accept a setup from a family member. Or somebody really close. I just... I wouldn't either. Yeah. No, thank you. I mean, I'm getting... I'm, I'm like getting the sweats thinking about it. How like... That's so funny. <laughs> freaky that would be. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't... Like, I would not trust like older adults to know my taste. Because A, I don't really talk to like the older generation of my family. Yeah. Anyways, so like, let's say my dad came waltzing and be like, hey, I found your next husband. Well, not next, but your first husband, whatever. Um, I've never been married, guys. FYI. But like, I would be like, no, you didn't, dad. Like, my dad is the type, he's like straight up just like the dad that you would think where he wears his um, t-shirts with the little pocket that used to hold his cigarettes tucked into his <laughs> jeans that have a belt on it and have his New Balance shoes. Like. Nice. Yeah, like straight up just old man attire, basically. You're you're a stylish, like classy chick. Why don't you like give him a makeover? You think my dad would ever listen to me? I don't know. I wish I could. Maybe that's the one thing that could like really bring you two closer together. Listen, do you know how many times I've tried to buy things for my dad and he's just returned them because he said he's never going to wear them? Yeah. Well, like it's hard, it's hard to good, change somebody once they get to a certain oh my, age. And my but. dad is not the type to ever change. He will never change for anyone. He's very unapologetically himself. Not even his little girl? No. Hmm. No, I'm not his little girl anymore, and he has made that very clear. Aww. I pay all my own bills, guys. Hmm. Now, clearly, you can see which side of the fence I'm on about setups, as I think they're fucking disasters and that nobody should do them. But I'm sure there's some people listening right now that either like being set up or they've had success stories from being set up. And I assume one of the reasons why people may like the idea of a setup is because they really do trust the person who set them up and they almost feel like um, the screening process or the vetting process that you normally have to do when you meet somebody it's kind of already done for them that the person that you trust did that screening process for you. And, um, that's one important step that you don't have to worry about anymore. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, I would definitely trust my best friend Yeah, because like I said, I've given her full permission if she does find someone to let me know, but I have to have a picture first. That was like the requirement. She's like, okay, but she hasn't, (laughs) 
<laughs> she's not giving me anyone's number or name or anything. And I think it's because she's very protective over me in the first place. So she's not just going to give me any Joe Schmo. So she's going to make sure, A, that he's attractive, and B, he's going to treat me right. And mm-hmm. do you understand that's a very hard combination <laughs> yeah. to find nowadays? <laughs> yeah, I do. I've been single forever. Yes, we know. Sorry. Don't just because I, I just can't find the right girl. <laughs> yeah. I can't right. even say that with a straight face. No, you cannot, sir. <laughs> hey, and I don't think there's anything wrong with you like demanding and requiring a picture. I mean... There's not. Ooh. No. How in this day and age is somebody... Uh, me and you are going to have to do like a nationwide search to try to find somebody within the last two or three years that went on a date without seeing a picture. Yeah. You know, because... I'm sure you've been on Tinder or Bumble, and there are people with profiles without a picture. I haven't been on in a hot second. But yeah, if they're the other thing that I really don't like, this is just a quick little side note um, for like dating profiles. If every single one of your pictures is a group picture and I have to try to figure out which one is you, I'm not doing it. I'm swiping left, <laughs> just so you know. Like, I'm not going to guess you're the hot one because I'm guessing you're the ugly one. Yeah. I've, I've done that and swiped and matched, and it, it turned out to be not the person that I I was hoping it was. I'm not wasting my time trying to figure out who it is. And then if I'm going to guess, you're probably the ugly one. Because why wouldn't you just pick a picture up of yourself? And by the way, people, Charmed will help you with that. Look at your pictures and be like, hey, change this picture, dumbass. I don't know if they'll call you a dumbass, but I'm calling you a dumbass. (laughs) They probably will not call you a dumbass, but we are calling you dumbasses. Right. Now, if you are open to the possibility of setups... But you're a little shaky about it because I just scared the bejesus out of you. And you're so like, you're like me. Right. You're like, eh, I don't know. But John says it's a bad idea and you should always listen to John. But if you choose not to listen to John. I tr- like normally choose not listening right. to John. And I usually don't refer to myself in the third person like I just did a couple times. But then maybe a good segue is to double date. Double date Ooh, with the person who. That sounds nice. Yeah. Double date with the person who set you up. So it's the person who set you up and, and their partner of choice. I would not suggest it if it's like a family member who's like older and married. Oh my God. That's like, I would never go on a double. My brother is like one of my best friends. I mean, we're, we're so close in age that we're like best buddies rather than, but I could still never like go on a date with him and then, you know, he's married, but like with his wife or. So we're saying to stay away from family members. Yeah. Like, don't let your that family That is so weird. Like the concept, when I didn't even think about that until you just mentioned it, but <laughs> that is so bizarre. Right. Exactly. Do you f- like friends, guys. Let's, yeah. Let's keep it to friends. Right. That would be a good way because it feels like a group of friends. It doesn't have to have all the pressure of a date and that may help your comfort zone with being yeah you know i'm open to being set up but i'm kind of nervous about all the stuff that john just threw at me so yeah and and shay's horror story i don't want you know somebody kicking my dog so oh my gosh if i would have freaking known he would have been on his ass i swear to goodness gracious yeah fuck that dude i hope he stays single forever yeah, it's funny because as soon as like I was like, hey, bro, I'm not seeing you anymore. He immediately like the next day I found out was with another girl. What? I was like this fucker. Good. And he's not attractive. He has like small hands. Small hands? Yes. Like smaller than my like guys. I don't have big hands. I have pretty small hands. And this guy had smaller hands than me. It was free. He had like baby hands. Yeah, you don't need that. No, don't need no baby hands in your life. No. Upgrade, ladies. Upgrade. Right. Because everybody knows that men with small hands kick dogs jerks and they have small dicks (laughs) all right now 
if you do choose to go on a setup date, just one-on-one, not a double date or anything, and you have a hard time with like an icebreaker conversation, like so many people do on dates, you know, usually like the first hour is tough for them. Some people don't know what to talk about. Mm -hmm. The perfect icebreaker is the person who set you up. Yeah. You know, you both have them in common. Talk about like how you know them. How do they know them? Tell a funny little anecdote about that. That is the perfect icebreaker. Take advantage of the fact that you were set up and use that as an icebreaker conversation. How about that for a helpful tip? I like that tip. Look at you being helpful. It's just, you know, (laughs) the tools that I got in my toolbox. You don't even know. You don't even know. (laughs) Now, if you're the setter-upper, if you're the person who set somebody up on a date, make sure to ask everybody's permission before you start going around with your matchmaking skills. If you're trying to set Shay up, make sure Shay knows that you're doing that before you do it (laughs) and vice versa to the person you're trying to set her up with because that's putting them on the spot and that's kind of underhanded. And don't, Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. And lastly, don't be upset at anyone if it doesn't work out. Right. It's a long shot to begin with because that's not normally how people meet. Maybe in the fucking turn of the century or before that when people had arranged marriages. <laughs> that's kind of how you were set up against your will. Ooh. But just short of that, it's not normally the way people meet. So the, 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 the odds are against you to begin with. Right. So don't be upset when it doesn't work out. In fact, the only person you should be mad at is yourself because it's your fault. You're the one who tried to set these people (laughs) up knowing that the odds are against it. Right. So if it fails, you have nobody to blame but yourself. Nope. Just you. Sorry. Can't get you out of that one, guys. So my overall thesis is clearly... Setups generally don't work. I cringe at the thought, and I don't think any of you should do setup dates either. Um, You shouldn't need anyone else's help. Now, granted, you know, using dating apps or dating services is sort of a way of some an intermediary trying to help set you up. But it really should be your selection process, your skill sets that select the person that you ultimately want to go out with. So. That's my view. Shay, what's your overall view? Because even though you had a horror story, I still kind of couldn't piece together if you are for setups or against setups. (sighs) (laughs) So I don't think that you even know. I don't think I know, guys. Um, I guess I am open to it if I have a lot of background info. If I have been given photos and they've actually known them and hung out with them. Like for a while, not just like seeing him at the gym. Yeah. Okay. I guess. So because she says she's open to it, any of you guys out there, go ahead and send me messages on Twitter or <laughs> Facebook you if you're interested <laughs> in being set up with Shay. He's going to lie to me. Right. Like, hey, this friend that I've known for 10 years. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And, and then I'm going to go on this date and I'm going to ask them, how do you know John? And be like, oh, I just messaged him over Instagram yeah. like a week ago. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. And I'll see what I can do about setting you up with her. Oh. I know what her criteria is and, and yeah. you kind of do too. You just heard it. So here we go. I'm terrified now. Thanks, John. <laughs> you're the worst. Hey, I'm just trying to be a good friend to help you. And with that, that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. 
And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at trulyshay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-Y-S-H-A-Y-Y. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas. Please don't send John your request to go on a date with me. Don't listen to her. (laughs) Do that. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me or your best pitch to get set up with Shay, and I'll, and I'll work on that. And I promise we will try to read your comments and questions and topic ideas in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And make sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Believe Network, like the Believe in the Game Changers podcast, where host Aaron Coscarelli tackles cutting-edge topics concerning the NFL. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells, so let your business get lucky and advertise with us. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe... Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.